Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 45th episode of the CineSnobcast, the one-stop shop for movie and TV news, recent releases, reviews, and all things entertainment. I am one of your hosts, Michael Amaral, and I'm joined as always by... Well, not as always. I mean, I, I kind of forgot how to do this. You bailed again, last week. I, again. Sorry. MIA. MIA. I suck. I'm Geo. And also... Jeff. J. Uh, 45. Five 45. more to the big five zero. Wow. What are we gonna do? Well, you're the headmaster of this, so am I? Am I though? I don't know. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I think he is. I, I think so too. Because <laughs> hey, I have an idea for something. No, we're not doing that. All right, I'll just go fuck myself. No, because I'm not going on camera. Well, you're a pussy. <laughs> no offense. Uh, forty-five. Sure we got five more to fifty. Camera. We'll come up with something. You want to see our beautiful faces on on yeah. a, on on a screen? No, it's too no much doubt about it. Ain't nobody got time for that. I got time for that. I love it. Show me all my screens. <laughs> Only if we can use our face app with the, the old age filter. <laughs> Make us all old. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works for like video. Old wizards. Yeah, you're a wizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it doesn't work with video. But no. maybe we should use it for our logo picture. Or yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week we are covering the Stranger Things season three review. We're a little late, but Tough better share. late than never. But forty million people have already seen it. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's like insane. the most watched show on Netflix like, of all time. Probably within the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well worth it though. Great season of television. Meh. But we'll get to that. Meh. Oh. Um. First, what sorry, are you guys- I, sh- I showed my hand there a little too early. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you guys watching? Um, I've been watching a uh, show called Stranger Things. Uh, it's just the third season, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I like it. Not bad, huh? Meh. Um, I, and that's about it because I was on vacation. I didn't get to watch it. And you pretty much have to save everything you want to say about it till later. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, All right. Moving I- on. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's a goodbye. So you saw nothing on vacation? No, I was not watching anything. Nothing. I was freaking tired. Really? We were at the Saco River, and I was just freaking oh. canoeing everywhere. You canoed the whole week? We canoed and um, <laughs> canoed. and uh, did some some of the, the not ripper, river rafting, but yeah, like kind of like this, the the lazy river type, tubing. That's Jesus right, Christ. Tubing, I couldn't right. freaking so think of the stupid water. No, please. No. no, 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 no. But I did the Saco River and- uh, One end to the other? No. No, I'm talking about we rented a house and there was a Saco River there and we kind of just went back and forth. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't canoe the whole river. No, no. you didn't canoe the whole river. No, we did we... 18 miles in a weekend. I would love to have done that. Well, it was a total shit show. It was 24 dudes. And oh, my God. Yeah, it was a complete shit what show. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> you know, I, I there was a drop-off point where we could have done it, but yeah. we kind of discovered it late and it would have taken six hours to get back to where our house was. Um, we thought it was going to be like, Closer to two or three, yeah, but with six, freaking three with three kids, kids no forget way. it. It's, it's not happening. No. So I'm glad we discovered that it was six hours before yep. doing it Same. all. Nope. So I, what we ended up doing was going back to the house and just kind of canoe and and you know cool. do the tubes around there. But yeah, well, I had to canoe above uh, like against the 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 flow of the river. Yeah, so did you stay that in the one. middle of the river or did you try it, to hug the sides? It didn't matter where you were. It didn't matter. No, because it was difficult because I had to tow a tube behind me with my children in it. You should have you should have rented a trolling motor. <laughs> Probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Except for the times when like the river is like literally three inches and I yeah. had to get out and pull everyone. Uh, but it was a good time. Good cool. time had by all. 
Cool. Jeff, what'd you watch? Um, first thing I watched uh, with my wife, uh, two comedy specials on Netflix. Just came out. I actually watched one with Aziz. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched we, that too. That was the first one we oh, saw, Aziz. Okay, okay I yes. watched it. What'd you guys think? Um, I, I don't think it's just better no. stuff. No, 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 not at all. So I thought it was still pretty funny, though. It was funny. Well, it definitely had some funny. good parts. His yeah. delivery is good. Um, the kid in the crowd was freaking. Oh, that, yeah. yeah, that that whole bit I loved. It was yeah. great. He's only ten years old. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like what? Dad. Your dad just made a bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like the crowd work that he did. Um, the Spike Jones like experimental. Yeah. shots like it was kind of weird it, yeah it was places. out place yeah i kind of liked it you liked it it was different yeah. it was different it was, i knew he was going to bring something different to the table but yeah. you don't really you like you don't really see that in like comedy specials you know yeah no that it was it was original yeah yeah it wasn't bad and uh, you know the stuff he said about the sexual misconduct right right it's funny that you know he was he he proclaimed to be such a a woke person and right. now he's like shit now that's like biting him in the ass well he, he's a supposed feminist uh, right but so. now that's like it yeah, came right. to bite him in the ass yep um, I agree the other one I saw was the uh, Adam Devine special a different comedy more like bro comedy the guy that played uh, Adam in Workaholics did you guys watch that show I, I've never watched Workaholics but I do oh man I you do have to watch, watch Workaholics it's one to. of the funniest comedies t- comedy TV shows I've seen in the last you know, five ten years it's the, so good this is after the vampire show that we talk about almost every week no that one is okay, a right. class in itself but it, <laughs> um workaholics is great yep. and uh adam divine's pretty much the star uh i like him in movies and shows better his stand-up is okay uh but after he tells every joke he you know he kind of just says stupid like you know yeah that joke was stupid you know we don't need to you know hear it after every single joke is that um it almost sounds like he's might be like a nervous tick or something. it is a nervous tick. that's why i kept thinking it was like a nervous tick because you'd say stupid and then he'd get a uh, drink a beer or whatever well chris farley did did that he kind of did had that tick as well yeah might also be like a second for him to think of what's coming next true always trying to get a reaction to you know like let the crowd react to the joke it was it was good we 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 had laughs with both they yeah. weren't my favorite comedy specials of all time, but no. they, were, they were good. Uh, I know me and you have been on a, a theme, uh, a kick with folk horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I went and like did research and did a whole huge list. Of I was folk doing that too. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have a list. <laughs> we got research <laughs> it, it, to getting done here. I just tried to make a list of all these folk mo- wow. folk horror movies I haven't seen. And we still haven't seen Midsummer. No, I know. I it's think all I'm going preparation. I yeah, I'm going I want to too. I don't know if I'm going to go in the hundred yeah, degree weather. You know, but. we had the opportunity to go see Midsummer, Mike, yeah. and, and you bailed on me. Um, or we could have seen Spider Man: Far From uh, My. I can't Casa. believe there's a Spider Man movie out, and, and I haven't, haven't seen it. You yet. haven't seen it. Crazy. Like that's mind blowing to crazy. myself. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's <is> crazy. <laughs> the uh, so I watched. Uh, it was my Saturday Saturday morning uh, matinees. <laughs> I've been doing that, dude. I've dude, been inha- I inherited your. I'm telling you, it's the, the best way to watch movies. <laughs> it man. really is. Because really, would you really want to do anything at that time? You no, wake no. up, you drink, you wake coffee. up, yeah, you have coffee, and yeah. you watch a movie. Fuck or something. the news. I don't want to listen to the news anyway. Yeah, no one wants to listen to in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> but the first movie I start with with is an old black and white movie from 1962 called Burn Witch Burn. Oh boy! Oh, I've heard of that. AKA Night of the Eagle. Either title uh, works. For both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Folk horror. Yeah. Boom. Done. I really like this movie. It's, it, I mean, some people are going to be turned off by what year? old. 1962. 62. Old black and white movie. People are going to be turned off. This one is really good. It reminded me of another movie from uh, 57 called Curse of the Demon. 
which I recently watched, which is one of my favorite black and white movies ever, and it's an occult horror movie. Um, this one deals with witchcraft. Mm. About a, a sociology professor, he's being very he's very successful. He's moving up the ladder very quickly, and he's also very skeptical on superstition, witchcraft, uh, the supernatural. This is the stuff he's teaching his cl- uh, class. And uh, he finds some items that his wife has in her dresser, and they look like witchcraft items. So he's whatever does, that is. Yeah. So you know, bones and <laughs> oh, uh, in the sixties. He's got like a box with like a, a dead spider in it and Ooh, stuff. So he asks his wife, dangerous. like, "What is all this stuff?" And she's like, "Well, do you think that your success is because of you?" Oh. So she's saying that she's done all these things to help him succeed, as well as protect him from other people. So he thinks it's a whole big crock of shit, makes her get all the items. And there's a lot, like a table full of stuff and makes her burn it all. And soon as everything gets burnt, his life goes to shit. His life goes to shit. (laughs) Is it like uh, falling down or just like Um, the movie falling down? No, it's just like right away. Soon as every all the protections are gone, just shit starts happening. He gets like a sexual misconduct at school. Uh, it, It. uh, I forget what else happens, um, but it, it, it turns into a witch versus witch type thing because there are other forces that are trying to are uh, jealous of him and are oh. trying to you know do him harm and the family harm. So it, it is actually really good atmospheric folk horror. I loved it. Uh, it does de- definitely has like the supernatural witchcraft thing going on because some of these don't. Mm-hmm. The next movie I watched actually has no supernatural, but it is about witchcraft. It's about the persecution of witches from 1970 called Mark of the Devil. Oh, I've heard of that too. Yeah. It's uh, a German movie. Mm -hmm. It it definitely looks English, but it's a a German movie. It reminds me of Witchfinder General, but way more brutal. This is like the hostile of medieval torture. Damn. There's... it's so unrelenting. Like it's almost every other scene. And I'm like, Oh, this movie is like brutal. What is this guy trying to, this is a great Saturday morning. (laughs) My wife woke up in the middle of this. Oh my God. She's like, what are you watching? (laughs) Every time I'm watching folk horror, Kelly's like, every time she's like studying and she looks up at the TV, she's like, every time I look at TV, they're like, burning someone or persecuting some this witch is, or dragging some woman through the street. It's like, what are you watching? Torture of women. It's so bad. So uh, it's really the evil of this movie is the witch finders and how, how men in power could have just persecuted anyone, uh, women as a witch if they didn't you know provide sexual favors for them like that's the kind of power they had and there is some like exposition at the beginning of this where it says between the 15th and 19th century, 8 million people were executed being accused of a witch, which blew my mind. And, you know, most insane. of them were, were women. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, even the Probably Salem like, witch trials, there was only one man yeah. involved one man. in that but, whole But, I mean, it's not to say that the people who, the, the witch hunters or the people, it was like literally everyone in the town. Well, that's the mob that was, mentality. That like, that's when it. you can really manipulate a like it was even large children. group of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they say that the, the townspeople are just as evil as the people. You know, mm-hmm. They want to see these people burn at the stake. Right. And all this other, tor- like the torture stuff is really, it's, it, it, it even says it's like the, one of the most brutal movies ever made. When it first came out in theaters, they were they handed people, and this used to be a gimmick back in the 70s, they'd hand them vomit bags with <laughs> oh like the God. logo of the Jeez. movie, Mark of the Devil and everything like that. It's one of those movies. It's It stars... Uh, Udo Kier, I'm not sure if you guys know who he no. is. Uh, 
famous like character actor from uh germany um he he's he's really good in it uh but it's not it's definitely not for everybody and i'm not even sure if i'd put it in full car it's more just like torture torture horror you know mm-hmm. the witchcraft element and the the setting because yeah, it's yeah, back yeah. in the medieval ages kind of has that feel but it's Witchfinder general times the, a million oh yeah <laughs> the other one was a more recent one uh wakewood from 2009 it's an irish movie it stars the guy that plays peter baelish from oh, okay. thrones yep. uh aiden gillen i think i just know him is. as peter baelish let's keep it that way <laughs> this is like a mixture of pet cemetery and the wicker man oh cool so i mean yeah <laughs> it, it, it's decent there are some flaws with it uh it, it, it's a couple, they lose their daughter in a real violent way. She gets mauled by a, a German shepherd to death. Um, they pack up. He's a vet. She's like a pharmacist. And they move to this town called Wakewood. And they find this town very strange. Like the townspeople, <laughs> things that it just doesn't seem right. And she, uh, they, end up, they end here, up though. finding that there's this, the, this uh, vet that uh, was also a powerful person in town can do this like ancient ritual that could bring back your loved one as long as they died within a year bring back your loved one for three days doing this ritual this ancient ritual it usually involves um i know it's pretty i don't want to spoil but it's pretty cool how they bring these people back uh of course you know the pet cemetery angle you know you have to follow these rules to a t yeah and if you veer off Something kind of like bad um, can happen. what's that movie that we I just raved about the horror movie, uh, something song, a dark oh, song. Oh, a dark song. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it's one of these things. So they want they're they're so obsessed to seeing their daughter for one last time that they kind of uh, don't follow the rules exactly. So she comes back and ends up being kind of like a child, uh, evil child movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is good. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of animal gore in this. Not like animals attacking people, but just animals being mutilated. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's like an... It, it, it's an Irish that, thing. It's an Irish, like old <laughs> Irish town. So it, it has a pet cemetery wicker man feel because the whole town's involved. And once you do this ritual, you can't leave the town. You're, yeah. you're stuck there. Oh, boy. So just it's like decent. a dark song. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd give it like three out of five if I was going to rate it. Um, the next one... Uh, my wife wanted me to pick a movie that I had uh, that I've been wanting her to see for the longest time. It's uh, 1970s, uh, 71, Harold and Maud. Have you guys ever seen Harold and Maud? No, we're we're not that old. <laughs> You've seen movies from the 70s. Have I? <laughs> Maybe not. No. <laughs> You're the wrong person. <laughs> this is one of the, like, the greatest. I, oh. I didn't even think they had movies back then. But that's <laughs> Some cool. of the best You're movies were made me. in the 70s, man. What? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Get out of here. Really? Really? Yes. No, no. seriously, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the greatest uh, black comedies ever. Uh, Um, A lot of people are going to turn off. We don't say that here. (laughs) We don't say that here. Uh, It's dark and twisted. It's it's about this 20-year-old kid uh, who's filthy rich, and he's obsessed with death to the point where he wants to annoy his mother so bad, he literally plans like these elaborate suicides. So she actually like walk in the room and he's he's hanging. That's terrible. The, it is. It's awful. And and she like just kind of like waves him off like, oh, Harold, like. Right. Because she knows like his nature. But it's just a prank, bro. They're so filthy Does rich. Do she doesn't she doesn't even like give it two yeah. two minutes. But he's obsessed with death. 
Uh, she just wants him to be normal. So she like starts setting up dates for him. Oh, and God. every date is a nightmare because he literally sets up like suicides when the dates are <laughs> over. Like he'll light himself on fire outside and the girls go off. This is screaming. a 70s movie? 70s movie. What? It's uh, it's so eccentric. Wait until they weird. remake this one. It, uh, when I tell you what the, the the premise of this movie is, it's going to turn off a lot of people because it's, it just doesn't seem it, it shouldn't be right. But he's so obsessed with death. He actually uh, buys a hearse. Uh, he he uh, he goes to funerals, strangers' funerals, and he meets Maud. Now Maud is a seventy-nine-year-old woman. Oh, hello! And they get uh, very friendly with each other and and a budding friendship because Maud is was it? She's obsessed with life. So he's he's a he's a boy that's like full of life but obsessed with death. She's nearing death yeah, and obsessed, obsessed with, with life. life. So like she like brings like thing. the best out of this this guy. And at, at first, it's just a real friendly friendship uh, with between the two, and they, they imply that there's a romantic angle. Well, of course, which that's, is that's what I'm really weird. <laughs> no, an eighty-year-old and a twenty-year-old is really weird. Um, but it is so good; it is funny. You really have to have a certain sense of humor. Uh, the, the The soundtrack it is not by one of my favorite artists by any means, but it's perfect for this movie. It's by Cat Stevens. Oh, it's geez. all his songs. It fits so good in this movie. Really? It doesn't you. sound like it would. It, it, I know it doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. But it is perfect. Perfect for this movie. All right. Love it. So Harold and Maud, 1971. If you like uh, dark and twisted comedies, you definitely have to check it out. Um, and the last one, real quick. Always get prepared for a movie where you might go see in a theater. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Uh, I was looking at a list of Quentin Tarantino's movies that influenced this one. And the one I picked is CC and Company, which is a, a 1970 <laughs> biker movie. But the re- what really jumped out at me that I wanted to watch it, it stars Joe Namath. What? Yes. And Anne Margaret, who was another famous uh, 60s actress. She was right. kind of like on her, not a downswing, but she wasn't as popular, popular at the time. She got the job because her husband was the producer of this movie. Yeah. Like Underworld? Yeah. Underworld. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Kate uh, Beckinsale, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so it stars Joe Namath. He could do no wrong in 1970. He won the Super Bowl in, in 69, famous, uh, you know, uh, predict the win and everything. Uh, I just want to say one, th- it, it's an okay biker movie. Uh, it's got motocross in it. It's very weird. Uh, it stars William, uh, William Smith, who, if you've seen pictures of him, you you can definitely believe he's a head of a biker gang, like in real life. Mm-hmm. He steals the movie. He's the best actor in the whole thing. But the opening scene is one of the best I've ever seen of a movie. It's Joe Namath in a supermarket. Now you can't tell he's in a in a in a bike club. He doesn't have his cut on or anything. He's just dressed up normal, and he's wheeling the carriage around in this pretty dead supermarket, and he's putting cans in the carriage. And you're like, all right, so he's just shopping, right? All of a sudden, he starts opening up a loaf of bread and taking two slices out. And then it cuts to another scene that he's taking a, a, two slices of ham out of the package and putting it back. And then he takes a slice of cheese and then lettuce. So he's making and then a mustard. Sandwich. And then he makes the sandwich on the baby seat uh. of the carriage, <laughs> which I think is the most disgusting thing you can do. I think they even like did tests. That's like the most 
yeah. germ-infested thing that oh, you can in all the those public. baby butts on oh, that. Oh, so he makes the sandwich right in the supermarket, and he's walking around and he's eating it, and <laughs> well, he you, you see him finishing it, and then he asks one of the like the the uh, stock boys, he's like, "Where are the cupcakes?" He tells him like aisle ten. He goes there and he steals a Twinkie and he eats it right there on the spot. He grabs like milk, he downs a garden milk, and then two minutes later he's back to where the cans were. And he's putting them all back. And then you see him going to the cash register. He just gets a stick of gum. And she's like, that'll be 10 cents, please. Gives 10 cents and walks <laughs> out the door. <laughs> he, then he puts on his vest, hops on his bike, and drives away. Oh, my God. I thought that was fat. It was just a fantastic opening. It's the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> that actually fits with the this new fad that's going around with people like, oh, like man. What, rinsing just, their mouth with like Listerine, oh, spitting it back, disgusting. and like ice cream, oh, that's licking like ice a cream. Prank thing, though, right? Yeah, I don't know. I he don't was know. just trying to get lunch. No, I know. For free. I know. Uh, but it's okay. I can see where this is going. It, it probably influenced uh, Brad Pitt's character. There's another movie I'm going to see. It's called uh, Billy Jack. It's about a Native American martial artist. Ooh. And the story with Brad Pitt and Quentin, how he got uh, when he got that part, he brought over a DVD of Billy Jack to Quentin's house. And Quentin's like, are you serious? He's like, I have that threaded up on my 35 millimeter right now. I was going to show it to you. That dude is. Home. God. I'm like, of course. He oh, has of course. That. <laughs> I was actually so it was like a match me in heaven, you know, so I got I into I was watching the uh, YouTube on the Internet and uh, I got into a Quentin Tarantino thing. He's a genius. Like it, it was just I was just watching his freakouts, though. It was oh, freaking, yeah. His freakouts <laughs> were freaking awesome. awesome. <laughs> I was like, yes, give me more. I've yeah. listened to two podcasts with him on it. Uh, talking about movies in the past like month. And yeah. he freaks out on those, too. Does he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Just he just such, he has such a passion. For too much movies. cocaine, too. But it's all it was mostly just the inter, the interviews, you know, where yeah. he just like freaking <laughs> goes. You got to watch David Lynch freak outs. No, I don't like David. Lynch. Oh, oh my so, God. Like How do you not Lynch? like David Lynch? Well, mostly because I don't, you know. Because you're uh, fucking crazy. Whatever. How about you, Mike? That's it for me. I didn't watch that much. I was did, on vacation as well. Did you watch Stranger Things season three? I did watch Stranger Things season oh. three. I did finish my. I did finish the season two. Um, I finished the Hateful Eight though. Oh. The extended version. Yes. What a flick. I know. I am definitely. Yeah, have you seen that yet? No. Oh man, you got to watch the extended version on Netflix. It's, it's, it's isn't it already kind of long? Well, it's already like a three-hour movie. Oh, great! Yeah. This Let's makes make it, it a, like it's an four extra hour. Movie. But they yeah. they break it up into uh, it's episodes. four episodes. Oh, okay. fifty-minute episodes. Well, that's helpful. So it goes down yeah. pretty quick, and it's holy so shit! Good. What a beautiful looking movie. Yep, and just a great story. Hatefully, awesome that's, characters. That's a Quentin Tarantino yes. movie yeah. where they go in a cabin. Yeah. Okay, yes. I I've seen parts of that movie. It's yeah, so yeah, good. It's so good. It's so Tarantino too. Like, yeah, especially oh, the end. It's it's so Tarantino. Look, there's just blood and everyone dies. <laughs> um, you just predict it. That's just what happens. But that was great. I watched the Aziz Ansari special. Um, it's weird that we all watched it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I watched it the, the day it came out. I like wa- in bed because Cowie fell asleep and yeah. I was like, I have nothing to watch. I watched it Friday. It was Friday night. Um, watch those back to back. For some I reason, s- you just get into a mood for comedy. comedy yeah, yeah. yeah. I started a new anime. On Netflix, uh, it's called Little Witch Academia. Hmm. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm only on the first episode, so I can't, oh, yeah. really, so I can't really give you guys not, a not for anime a thing. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch at least a season before I can tell you guys how good it is. The season of 47 episodes, <laughs> but it's definitely a more of a kid friendly. Yeah, just from from the start of it, it's it's very Harry Potter esque. Um, oh, that's all right. And I'm reading so. the book, so I figured this would be a good thing to nerd. To watch. Have you watched the movies yet? Harry Potter movies. No, I'm waiting to finish the books. I've watched the first three movies when I was a kid. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you and I never got into them. I was so anti Harry Potter as a kid. <laughs> I was like the only kid that was anti Harry Potter. Yeah. Because those books came out when I was Harry Potter's age. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was the audience for Harry Potter. You were Harry Potter, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. And I didn't like it. And I never read the books. And now I'm reading them, and they are the oh, greatest the things I've ever read in my life. It is mind blowing how good they are. Yep. I read them in my 20s. Probably into my 30s. Probably. I can see why they're considered like the great. It's the greatest book franchise of all time. It's oh, yeah. Amazing. As far as numbers go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm watching that. I started that anime, but that's pretty much all I watched in the past week because um, there hasn't. I've been, I was on vacation, so it was a wash. It was all a wash. News time. Let's News. blow through this so we can uh, get to this review. Trailer. Trailer alert. We got a tra- first trailer for The King's Man, the prequel to The Kingsman movies. Did you guys watch this trailer? Yeah. No. Y- maybe we should have watched it before the episode. <laughs> I watched it. And I haven't even seen The the Kingsman, the first one. Oh, you haven't watched those? No, I haven't oh, seen them The yet. first one's they're really, great, really good. Yeah. I'm not a big action action movie fan. No, I heard fan, they're really like, but they are the best pretty great. Yeah. Especially the first one. The second one's okay, but the first one is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. This looks really good. It's set in like... Uh, I don't know what war period it is, but it's it's pretty much all war scenes. So it's oh, a prequel. Wow. Yeah, it's a prequel. It's it's how the Kingsman becomes the, the Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, it's it, it looks great. Um. So yeah, check out that trailer because I'm excited for that. And the the music that they put in the trailer is great. It's a lot of like violin shit. Uh, violin shit. <laughs> <laughs> On to our biggest sponsor, Bloody Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. Our biggest source of information. Uh, it Chapter 2 trailer coming tomorrow. Ooh. Uh, AKA, when this episode comes out, this trailer will be out. But if, we got a poster, and the poster looks real cool. It says, it ends. Yep. And it's a picture of uh, Pennywise's eyeballs. How is that, like, really cool? His it's crooked just, eyeballs. His picture of his I face. like minimalistic posters, okay? Oh, they look cool. And his two eyes, you know, they have the... It's like the Roman numeral two type of deal. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I don't know awesome. if I want to see the trailer. I don't... I'm done with trailers. I, I watched the teaser. I'm good. One, yeah. Yep, that was enough. I'm probably not going to watch this. Yes, you are. But if you want to watch the trailer, <laughs> it comes out September... Uh, no, it comes out tomorrow, July 18th. July 18th for the trailer. It Chapter 2. Can't wait. Uh, screen ramp. Screen ramp. Thor four is happening. Yep. Did we not know this? I feel like we knew no, this. It wasn't official oh, okay. until two days ago. Okay. Well, now it's official. Actually, what's the date? Yeah, and Taika. Yesterday, is, it's official. Taika is uh, directing. He's directing. Yep, Taika Waititi is directing. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is back. We're getting a Thor four. Can't wait because Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, because you know, yeah, he definitely made that movie, yep. and he made kind of Thor just he made kind Thor of break out. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely made Thor because Thor one and two character. were probably uh, are probably the worst Marvel I would say movies. Two. Two I'd say they're terrible. both they're both pretty bad. Dark World is bad. Yeah, but um, Ragnarok is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So I can't can't wait for this. Um, you're not gonna see anything until 2022. Yeah, for a while. Yep. So they have right now. They have Far From Home out. Then what's after that? Is it another Guardians? Guardians, Right. Which Uh, I thought Thor was going to be a part of. No. Well, he's there, right? Maybe it'll kind of just be both of them. Might be both of them. They're saying he may appear in James Gunn's (laughs) Guardians Three. Well, see, there we go. Yep. So that'll probably set up. We should write this shit. Thor (laughs) Four. You want to do a podcast about this? (laughs) Let's do it. 
Marvel ideas. Um, but in the wake of that getting announced, uh, Warner Brothers announced that they're pulling the plug on Akira. So mm-hmm. Taika Waititi was supposed to do a live action um, adaption, oh. adaptation. Adaptation. There you go. That's Akira. the right word. And uh, nope, not happening. It is on hold indefinitely. So it still may happen, I guess. But right now, it's, yeah, no. it's not looking like Directed it's going to. Directed a movie to. is just going to take a while. Especially a Marvel movie. With yep. And with this you know, cool Marvel news, DC has announced. Um, no, they haven't done anything. So. <laughs> the canceling. They're canceling Swamp Thing. Oh, again. <laughs> just reminding you, yeah. they're canceling Swamp Thing again. That's what DC is doing. Uh, and, and Swamp Thing has been pretty decent. Yeah. You're still watching it? Well, I only watch... I, I, discontinue the, the, the uh, service. streaming service. I'm just going to wait till August to watch the final yep. five episodes or whatever. But one through five, pretty good. This is too bad. Yep. Yeah, it sucks. You know, we'll, we'll probably get a uh, full feature movie, I, I would think. Yeah. I Either mean, a movie or it'll go to like HBO Max or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't... If, with with DC having their own streaming service, I don't see that. I don't see DC streaming service sticking around. No, yeah, I don't No, potentially, yeah. that That's for sure. So but, I think once that's gone... But while that's out... There's no, no way you're they're not gonna, gonna sell see that. it. You're not gonna see it on a DC streaming service. Once they're done, I think it might come back to like that HBO Max. Yeah. Although do like what Deadwood did and do a movie. Right. Um we talked about this. It's true! Ooh. Holy shit. That was oh, a sneeze. Smokes. <laughs> I I tried I yeah, held you the first tried one to hold in. that in, but the first no way. one I held in like a fucking pro. <laughs> the second one came out like a freaking like a wrecking ball. <laughs> We got a poster for Jesus Star Trek Christ. Picard. Bring it back, Patrick Stewart. Um, the poster kind of looks like it would be a John Wick movie because he's chilling with a like a pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's up with that? It's like John Wick Picard. Picard, yeah. Um, I like the first. I'm talking about the recent the movies. Um, the first one's okay. The first one I liked. I liked it a lot. The second, the second one, one I liked was okay. Um, They're okay. I mean, I'm just not a big Star Trek fan. No. I don't know why that is. Maybe yeah, it's just because I feel either. like they're too soap opera-esque. Yeah. Uh, um, if Quentin so- Tarantino does one, which there's rumors that he might, that might be his 10th final movie. movie. Yeah. A Star Trek And it would be a rated yeah. R Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I'd be interested in that. But yeah, it's just Star Trek was just never... Apparently, he's had that in the works for like, a, or he's had a written script for like a long ass time to do a Star Trek. I just movie. wish, I wonder who's going to actually give it to him to yeah. do, you know? Uh, there's going to be a lot of backlash, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, from the fans? Yes. They're all hardcore. Yep. But the new ones are decent action movies, you mm-hmm. know? They don't get as into the, uh, they're not as, they're obviously sci fi movies. But, but the stories uh, are thin, you know? It's yeah, not like it's deep more action yeah. based. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. Um, back to bloody disgusting. Never heard of them. We're getting a documentary. Um, we've been talking about a lot about Fall Car, and we, we're getting a documentary about it. When you say we, you mean you? Yeah, me and Jeff. Yeah. And Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kirla Janice. What's the treasure hunting documentaries? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Exploring the history of Fall Car with documentary. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm a fucking mess today. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a walk. <laughs> I want a, I want a list of treasure hunting movies from you next week. Next week, you yeah. got it, bro. All right. Um, so, folk horror documentary called Woodlands Dark and Days Betrayed. Um, it's going to come out on uh, Severn Films. Yep, Severn Films production. 
Um, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's happening. Is it going to be like a Netflix thing? Is it going to be... It might be a Shutter thing. A Shutter thing? All right, that'd be cool. It would. Yeah, that's probably where it's going to end up. Good. Uh, you might not see it for a while because I think they just started working on it. But that's a good place for it, you know? Yeah, I think it's 2020, I think they were saying. Yeah. Um, the poster is really cool. Yeah, it looks super original full horror. artwork. Yeah, yeah, it's got all the like it's got like Witchfinder General, the, uh, main the witch folk horror yep. movies that it's gonna you know showcase. Uh, EW details the documentary, which will feature interviews from Robert Eggers, uh, who directed The Witch, um, and more. We'll track the genre story from its initial heyday, which saw the release of Michael Reeves' The Witchfinder General, Piers Haggard's Blood on Satan's Claw, and Robin Hardy's The Wicker Man. So awesome. That was on my list to uh, Blood on Satan's Claw. I, I saw watch that. that. I actually talked about it in one of our episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. I got to watch that. Like way back in the day, I think. Yeah, we don't pay attention to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. You say something. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said it was from 1968. Your I, I like zone out. <laughs> I just look at uh, the, cl- <laughs> the clock on the wall. It's like f- like totally the wrong time. It really throws me off. <laughs> Uh, sticking with some horror news. I feel like every week is just fucking loaded with horror news. You know, there there are other genres of... All the good news is horror. Because that's what you guys care about. No, it's because horror about. is killing it right now. Well, we are looking at bloody disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you mean no, that's, but I the, follow so that's many, my homepage, though. I yeah. follow so many different Twitter things, and like horror is just killing it. Like, Shudder original series from Greg Nicotero, Creep Show. You get 12 episodes. Yep. Goddamn. And the Hot poster bang. is fucking awesome. Yeah. So you have to watch the original movie, especially because of the Romero and the Stephen King. Yeah, I got to watch it. Yep. So, you know, that's happening. There's a poster. It looks cool. Check it out. If you like Creepshow, bam. Creepshow. You guys talk about Netflix um, slowing down their Netflix exclusive stuff? Yeah, we talked a little bit. Okay. I don't fucking listen to you guys, so. (laughs) But Um, we said there was so much content that they already had. That's that's probably just a, uh, not that they're not going to spend more for more content. I think they've already spent it. their fill this year or something. Maybe okay. they're not I was going to say, do you think it's just maybe they just spent so much and they were just trying to see what sticks Yeah, and they're kind of going, going sa- in that direction? I said that last week, I think. Um, also, I think it's just um, they have a lot of... This year, they came out with so much original shit. Yeah, they're still coming out with stuff. So I think they'll just focus on that shit. And right. just to try and get ahead a and on top of what Disney yeah. was, is doing. And be like, these are our big hitters, you know? Let's yeah. put our money towards them. Right. We don't need so much original shit anymore. Or like new IPs. Right. Because not all of it is good. No, 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 not all of it. But there are some, there's some decent ones out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did catch an episode of The Last Czars. Did you see that pop up on there? I saw the I saw it pop up. I haven't watched it though. It's a unique way of doing a uh, like a melodrama or a historical drama. Mm. It's like part documentary, but I had no idea. So you're watching it, and it just looks like a you know a historical uh, drama going on, and then all of a sudden these like, like historians just like cut in and start telling you facts of what's huh. going on. Interesting. So it's it's like I don't know if it works. I only watched the first episode, but fascinated with Rasputin, the uh, you know the famous uh, mystical monk there that pretty much was the reason why the Romanov dynasty in Russia fell right after three hundred years of ruling. So uh, it was interesting. I don't know if I'll keep watching it, but but like I said, that just popped up. I had no idea that was coming out. Like right. Netflix, every week or every two weeks, like you go on new. there is something new. So yeah, actually, a show I'm watching. I don't know if you guys are 
still watching or watched is Dark. Oh, yes. Haven't started it yet. Not started yet. It's on the list. Episode four. It's good. It's good. It's good. Just as good as the first season. Um, I can't really tell. I mean, like I said, I'm at episode four, so it's difficult to say. Yeah. Um, real quick, we got Emmy nominations. They came out, and the biggest joke in the world <laughs> is that Game of Thrones has the most nominations 30. with 32, For including this, best that. drama series and best writing in a drama series. <laughs> That's See, the biggest joke. Yeah, some of, of the ones I could probably say, okay. <clears throat> a I lot agree. of like the acting ones, I'll give them. <clears throat> Gwendolyn Christie yep. put her own name in. Nobody from HBO put her name in. She put her own name in into that, and she won. She won a nomination. She got nominated. Yeah. Wow. Um, mm. Cool. But the fact that it's nominated for Best Drama Series is crazy. I think it's because it's the last season, and they're just yeah. like, let's just fucking give it to them. You know, right. like they're not. If they win, I'll be even more mind blown. If they win Best, best no Writing, fucking that, way. that yeah, would there's be a, no the way. biggest you should see the Twitter comments. Oh, and I know they're all. Over. Oh, it is so fucking funny. Um, well, that just goes to show you these award shows are just a big oh, it's jam. A, like. Yeah, it's it's all political. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. probably gave them a ton of money. Um, but real quick, I'll just read off um the nominations of best drama series, comedy comedy series, limited series, and television movie. I won't go into actors and shit like that. Uh, best drama series noms. We got Better Call Saul, Body, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. Only seen two out of those that those noms. That's that seems pretty light. Bodyguard's been on my list for so long. Mm. Comedy series: uh, Barry, Fleabag, The Good Place, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Russian Doll, Shit's Creek, and Veep. Wait, we're we're I've missing two a, of those too. A show about vampires. Oh, I know. Do you Why think is that was gonna not- get an Emmy? It should. It should have. Oh, absolutely. Best comedy series for sure. It's a comedy series. This is wait a minute. That, that might not. For that 2018. might be. Yeah. This no 19, but this will probably hit next year's Emmys. You oh, sure? Yeah, yeah. It must because when's the uh, award show? Um. So that that the award cycle must actually start no in the because Chernobyl was nominated for limited That's series right. and that just came out. That's right. I'm writing a letter. That's bullshit. That they should, definitely should have got. I mean, there's some great shows on that the comedy yeah. noms, but yeah. Uh, limited series Chernobyl, Escape at Dan- Danamora, uh, Foss and Verdon, Sharp Objects, and When They See Us. If When They See Us or Chernobyl, that's a tough fucking. Chernobyl's excellent. Yeah. Have you seen When They See Us yet? No, I saw one episode. Oh, dude, I haven't got by the first episode. Incredible. I know. My brother even loved it too. Yeah. It's it's mind blowing how good that show is. Um, and then television movie, we got Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, Brexit, Deadwood the movie. King Lear and My Dinner with Hervé. Wait, television movie? Uh, television movie is this the category. Right, Black Mirror? Bandersnatch. Oh. Yeah, that was a movie. A... I didn't know that category even existed. Okay. So it's a movie based on a television show. I don't see or any Or a, a movie that there. goes straight to television. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Deadwood the movie. I still have to see the Deadwood movie. I have to watch the show. It's great. Um, coming to theaters, we got The Lion King. It's got a 58% kind of Oof, uh, disappointing. Oof. I might wait for that to come out on uh, Maybe we'll go straight. No, the Red Box. <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't planning on And The Art of Self-Defense also came out this week, which is getting some decent reviews. Uh, coming out on Blu-ray, Shazam. 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 Which is a great movie, by the way. 
Yeah. yeah, I need to see it. I, it's, I would say good to great, you know, in between. There. Yeah, it's good. It's got a ninety-one percent for a DC movie. It's it's pretty damn good. It's probably their best one, best one ever. <laughs> and then uh, well, with Wonder well, Woman, Wonder and Woman, Batman, yeah. uh, the Christopher Nolan stuff. That's yeah. a different category. Yeah, that's, yeah <laughs> it's we a don't whole even different count category. That. <laughs> uh, and then Little Woods has a ninety-six percent. Don't know what it is, but it's doing pretty good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no one knows what it is. Um, what's the date? Today's 17th. Coming out on, on Netflix. Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee 2019 Freshly Brewed is coming out on July 19th. Queer Eye Season 4. And Glorious Bastards July 22nd. Orange is the New Black Season 7 July 26th. And then that's about it for us in the month. Oh, so, so Mindhunter is August? Yep. Yeah. That yeah, there's, there's some stuff coming out in August. So the guy that plays Charlie Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the same actor that's playing Charlie Manson in Mindhunter season two. So that's his only but character older, he yeah, ever plays. I guess plays. so. <laughs> He's been pigeonholed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets a lot of phone calls. Hey, a we different, heard you do a a different stage of Charlie Manson's life. Like he's young in the, the Quentin movie. No, oh. in the Quentin movie. Oh, and is he? Yeah, he's an older in the I would Mine expect Hunter. I would expect him to be younger in the Mine Hunter, wouldn't he? Uh, well, Quentin's movie I think it's like 1969. Yeah, it's, then it's around the same time. He was not in jail. He's in prison in Mine Hunter. Okay, so he's already been convicted. Yeah. So it's probably like a two two years after maybe. Cool. It's time. It's time. Stranger Things season three review. It's Vader time. Spoiler alert. Um, we're going yeah. straight to spoilers. We're going right to spoilers. We're going right into it, man. Episode one. I'm so nervous. So you got nervous. you got five seconds to turn this off if you haven't seen Stranger Things season three. And if you haven't seen Stranger <laughs> Things season three in the first week, you're one of the forty something million that hasn't. <laughs> and I hope you feel bad about yourself. Um, chapter one. Susie, do you copy? Summer brings new jobs and budding romance, but the mood shifts when Dustin's radio picks up a Russian broadcast, and Will senses something is wrong. Of course he does. Um, so season episode one was a lot of setup. Can, can we just yes. go? I I think we could all say that we we like this. We like. Oh, it's fuck it, amazing! This right. Is it my favorite season of television this year? This of year? any show, yeah. It's up there for me. Um, yeah. I I think what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah, that too. Tough to tough to beat. Yeah, but I would say those two. Yeah, it's like a half hour versus thirty minute. Right, you put them in different right. categories. This is my favorite one hour. I would say television. it's probably the. My it was probably the most entertaining season. Yeah, strange things. Yeah, over season one. Yeah. Yep. This season was I think was firing on all cylinders on in every aspect. I feel like it was the best written. Yeah. Um, you cared about every single character. This was this they is they developed all their. This characters. is character development at its best. Game of Thrones needs to take notes watching this season. Well, Game of Thrones, is it's over. Happening. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they should go back in time, watch this season, and then redo the last season of Game of Thrones because yep. this is how you develop characters and make people care about characters. They need to go back in time with Alex P. Keaton, <laughs> and then yeah, and that and that's why, like you said, the first episode was set up. Yeah, it really didn't. The matter. characters are in totally different places than you right. remember them, right? Which was was so right. Awesome. It wasn't a. It was like you it wasn't the, a continuation, yeah. right? You love the characters so much that you don't even care about the setup episodes. Those are just as good because mm-hmm. you you, you want to be there. Well, with because these characters. the characters are interesting, they're different. Yes, exactly. They, they're they developed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, this is when you see, um, what's his fucking name? 
Oh my god. Best the best character. No. Steve. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Best character the whole season. Yep. He was the most hated person in season one. In season he was. One, and look where he is now. He's beloved. Everyone lo- he's yep. the he dad. is the best character. <laughs> he's the dad. Him and him and Dustin when they like meet for the yeah, first the, time, it's fucking hilarious. Their romance is the best. It's so yeah. great. And he's like this like he's out of high school. No one gives a shit. He's not popular anymore. No one gives a shit about him. He works right. at an ice cream shop. Because that's right. what happens when you leave that's high what school. Happens. <laughs> no one gives, no one gives exactly. a shit about you. No one you. gives a shit, right? <laughs> it was so good. It it really was. Uh what else? And then Dustin coming home yep. uh, was pretty cool. From Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. Where he, no one uh, believes him that he has a girlfriend. Right. And that is just like totally typical 80s uh, <laughs> yeah. trope right there well, in, can, in movies. Well, it's usually a Canadian boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it? exactly. But this, this one was <laughs> like... in Utah. Yeah, she was in Utah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then, you know, it turned out mm-hmm. he was telling the truth. But yeah, this is probably one of the better seasons. I do like season one because it kind of... Yeah, that I, was, like, I don't know uh, if it's like the nostalgic factor, even though it wasn't that long ago, but I whatever. Love season one. It was season the wow of like, holy shit, is this new show. Right, right, right. And it's right. so good. Yep. That's why everything now is set in the 80s because of Stranger Things season one. Yeah. Well... <laughs> no, it did, did definitely kicked off a, a, a trend of retro and yeah. I think television. with... Obviously, it, it, it works, but I think with the 80s... I think it's the easier way to get away from cell phone usage. So something yeah. where it's not an easy cop out. It's not like, like this could, all of this could easily be solved by a text message. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, hey. I don't think you could have defeated this creature. With no, but a you could easily like get information. I, I know what you're across, saying. There you know are I mean? things that you can get around when you don't have that kind right. of, although the mayor did have a car phone. So he did. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Go back to uh, episode one. It was basically yes. It was all almost all set up. Dustin comes home. Can't yeah. Well, it starts again. with the whole Russian thing where the reactor is going off and it dis- kills a bunch of Russians. Yep. And then they're like, "You're in charge now." Right. And and that's basically it. There's the setup of the big baddie for season three. You no, know? I was really confused. I don't know if it's because I'm stupid or slow or whatever. But why? What? Why did the Russians want to do this? You never know. Is it because they're just Russians? I think you're going to end up finding out. Okay. And it might oh, be as simple as that. I, I'm, I thought I missed it. And that's why I was like, why are they doing well, no, this? it's kind of like and they want um, when the Germans <clears throat> tried all different avenues to try to get advantage over people, right? Yeah. They, they brought the occult and they thought... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's just the Russians trying to get an advantage over the Americans mm-hmm. or, or like trying to get to the moon first. You know what I mean? It was always okay uh, being there first, beating the Americans at... You know, this could be possibly new technology that they can use against weaponize it. Of course, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. You know, <clears throat> but it's a typical '80s Russian trope, right? I mean, yeah. the Russians are the villains yep. in every '80s movie, and, you know? and the main total Red Dawn. I like this was definitely the plot of Red Dawn when they when they started getting into the Russian shit. Yeah, and, and the main, not the main russian guy but like the action hero russian dude oh yeah he was totally arnold yeah yeah <laughs> they totally arnold. said arnold in it. it's they? total terminator we, yeah the nostalgia level is high in this season i mean they definitely there was a made lot a of big effort yeah to put in a ton of easter eggs and a lot of homage to oh yeah you know the, the movies that made made it possible for them to, to do this mm-hmm. kind of stuff um so yeah, episode one, a lot of setup. Uh, you got Billy with the whole lifeguard thing. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is the episode where at the end he gets into that car crash, right? 
Yes. Uh, maybe at the end of that yeah, episode. Yeah, at the end yeah. of that episode. I think it is the end of the first episode. And uh, Dustin tries to, or he picks up the Russian broadcast. signal right. to broadcast. He records it. Yep. Um, oh, and then Will, who's who has a very uh, minimal part this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's had minimal he parts in all the seasons. When they when they set up the antenna, he yeah. senses something's wrong. Yeah. Right. Um, so then chapter two, the mall rats, Nancy and Jonathan follow a lead. Steven Robin sign onto a secret mission and Max and 11 go shopping. Rattled Billy has troubling visions. So Billy's, um, possessed this early. Essentially. Cause after the, the car, yeah, the crash. car crash, yeah, he yeah. gets, he gets possessed. Um, I have to say the mall is one of the best things. Oh, it's great. Show. Yeah, it's great. They, they had all those it. stores. They, they fucking nailed it. The Everything. Sam, Sam, Sam Goody. Goody. Oh, I love <laughs> Sam Goody, man. Orange Julius. Yep. I mean, the gap in the 80s, which was like way cooler back then than it is now. Um, they just hit everything. I mean, it. they spent, I don't know how much money creating that mall. It looked uh, great. But all the neon it was lights. Crazy. And, well, all the licensing yeah. yes. they need to go to get around, you know? All From that. what I've heard, that was the most expensive part of the season was the, the, the music, the licensing, like all that. Yes. I love how like so many people were there too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. the only place people went. Because that's how it used to be. Jesus Christ. Like it was a new thing. Yeah. And you know what was weird too is like everybody's at the mall, right? Which killed all the in town. Yeah. Right, right, right. And right. one of them was Radio Shack. Yep. Which is weird. <laughs> I know that it was closed because yeah. I thought they were a pretty uh, thriving business at that time. Well, they ended up getting in the mall. Yeah, that's true. But it, I think it, the, the, the writers put that out there as kind of like a, I don't know if it's kind of a cruel joke to the company, but making them close because the mall right basically what the online what the internet did to radio shack now but man radio shack was so helpful when that was open oh i loved it i mean i we we worked that industry all of us and you 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 just need that one little connector yeah you you have to wait like whatever i miss i miss radio i mean you can order them online but you're waiting right you just go to freaking even with amazon prime but and when you're working and doing something you want it now you could just run to radio shack and get it yeah not anymore Nope. Um, so this episode had the whole uh, Hopper flipping out on Mike scene, which was great. That was awesome. And the, he's trying to write the speech. Yeah. He's just like, fuck this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he just wants the door open like three, three inches. Three inches. Three inches. <laughs> and I think his character was developed the best. Oh, Hopper. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I really like him. Him and Steve were my two favorite characters yeah, this season. I they agree. fucking killed it yep. in this season. And, and from episode one, Hopper's like that old fat father yeah Yeah. (laughs) that just like doesn't want to deal with shit well because he's he's got he's got the tragic story yeah yeah yeah. with his with his daughter getting cancer and then all of a sudden and and i think they kind of wrap around that too um at the end where you know he was just in this place where he was just he didn't know where he was and then he just left a box of egos out and Mm. you know all of a sudden he has another daughter right Right. all of a sudden he's a father again so it was really cool and and he's watching magnum pi which is (laughs) phenomenal (laughs) Because his well, character is He kind of turns so, it into Magnum you P.I. Know, it's t- uh, totally based on Magnum P.I. Yep. Um, so then Nancy and Jonathan sneak out of the post to follow up on the tip about the rats. Uh, Dustin, brimming with secret Russian intel, has a joyful reunion with Steve as Scoops, Ahoy, and enlists him to help translate. Meanwhile, Elle meets up with Max for some girl time. No, Scoops, Ahoy, that didn't really exist, did no. it? Okay. That's that supposed to be Baskin Robbins. Okay, it makes sense because Baskin Robbins has like this uh, 
this not a promotion, but they have the scoops ahoy like pop out where you put your face in it and like it's like it's kind of like the cardboard cutouts. So okay, it makes sense. It is supposed to be Baskin Robbins. Apparently two Baskin Robbins in the country opened up their own Scoops Ahoy pop ups. All right. They transformed their whole uh shop into okay. Scoops Ahoy. That's and awesome. they, you can also if you go to Baskin Robbins now, they have the USS Butterscotch <laughs> as a as a flavor. That's awesome. I heard it's like phenomenal too. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we don't have any Baskin Robbins. And that's here. the other thing: the product placement in the show this year is oh, it's definitely everywhere. prevalent everywhere. Yeah, right? Maybe they got some kickback from that. There yeah. is one product that is total bullshit, and it's it constantly shows up in every episode. We'll get to it, I guess. But well, don't forget it because I want. Oh, I don't got to. You right. can't forget it. It's constantly in your face. Okay, and it was absolutely such a shit product. There's no way anybody liked it. it yeah, I'm, all right. I'm just gonna say it's new Coke. Oh, yeah. Uh, you see yes, New yes, Coke yes, yes, everywhere. Yes. Yep. New Coke was a disaster of a product. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute disaster. And what's his name? He, Absolutely loved it. He was like, Oh, yeah, Lucas. Lucas. He, he has one of the it. best lines. He compares it to <laughs> yeah, uh, the, thing, the thing. Which yeah. I was like totally marking out to. <laughs> Even though I hate New Coke. So I was like, Why did he pick that product? <laughs> <laughs> New Coke is like the thing. Yes. The remake is. Was is, classic. Is, yeah. Which the, classic old, the original Coke. is classic. Right. But the new one was sweeter, bolder, better, <laughs> which is bullshit because New Coke was terrible. But his palate was attuned to it. He liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was It was definitely sweeter. It's garbage. But I guess they are bringing it back as a Stranger Things promotion. Oh, I'm sure they are. It's in every episode pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot more set up this episode uh, with them figuring shit about the rats and the rats are exploding and, and oh, yeah. joining with the Mind Flayers weird body fleshy body which was totally a thing eating uh, fertilizer and yeah um does the lady uh, is this the one the old lady turns well she's the one who calls the news yeah they go to her house she catches a rat this is when they find the rat in the basement yeah they find her in the basement but they don't see it explode or anything because that's after and then they they get robin to join their whole translation thing with the russians Oh, let's talk um, her, about her for a second. Great character. Great introduction to a character. Yeah. Like right off the bat. Yep. It didn't really take much time mm-hmm. to, to like her because, you know, all the harassing of Steve, it was yeah. great. So apparently she's Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter, which I didn't know. Oh. Oh, really? Yep. Now that you say that, I can I can, you can see, see it, it now. Absolutely. Great, 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 great I think she's a great character. Yeah. Um, that trio with Dustin, Steve, and her where it was my favorite Probably part Probably the of this best season. plot point of the, the yeah. season. Um, and, and then at the end, they figure out that the Russian thing didn't come from Russia. It's coming from Hawkins. Yes. Which total Red Dawn uh, vibes going on. Yeah. Chapter three, the case of the missing lifeguard. With Ellen Max looking for Billy, Will declares a day without girls. Steve and Dustin go on a stakeout and Joyce and Hopper return to Hawkins lab. So they really get into like the teenage romance stuff this season. Yeah. And some like... um some hard feelings with Will and and the other get the group right. because Will yeah. missed so much. Like this is just he great. Missed his sto- child this is just great story it, development. It, yeah, you know? no, and character you development. You feel really bad for. Yeah, him. he missed a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and he's trying to uh, for things to go back to the way they used to be. Right, but everyone's and everyone's his friends like are moving on, moving too. on, having girlfriends and all right. that shit. So like, d- really interesting. Um, a dynamic dynamics. There. Yeah, so I like that a lot. Um, one thing I really liked about the season it was eight episodes. 
Oh, yeah, it was it was perfect. It, there were no there was no waste. Everything no. should be eight episodes. It was well, eight to ten. <coughs> Nothing should right. be more than ten episodes. Right. To there, be was, there, there was no waste in it. Like even last the last season, there was waste wasteful episodes. So, but this is this is perfect. I'm gonna rearrange that line from last week. Like movies, 90, 90 minutes. Yeah, I got ninety minutes. You got ninety minutes. Of my attention. Every minute after that, you're gonna earn it. Yeah, for TV. Yeah, you got my attention for ten episodes. After every episode after that, you, you got have mine, to earn it. You got mine for eight, man. <laughs> yeah, ten eight. is pushing it. Yeah, it it's, is. In this day uh, and age, man, eight. you yeah. can't. True, because it's so Look much. Look at Stranger out. Things. That was. It, it's perfect. The amount of content it that left was you there. wanting more. It went, left oh, you absolutely. wanting more. You were entertained from start to finish. There was no wasted time. Imagine if that was ten episodes. I don't even know what the hell they would you do. You can't. What would you do? No, I'm not sure. I'd watch it. Tens <laughs> <laughs> ten's too much now, man. Um, so we're on episode three. Three. Uh, Levin and Max head to the pool to find the owner of the whistle and fanny pack, only to learn that neither Heather nor Billy showed up to work that day. Uh, this is when they go investigate the whole Heather thing. Yep. Vanishing. More, more and more people are becoming succumbed to the the mind flare. The army's growing. Yep. Total invasion of the body snatchers oh, yeah. going on. Um, when Robin accepts a package from the Lynx man, a silver cat immediately comes to her brain and the wheels start turning. She runs out of the, to the food court and it all comes together. Trip to China sounds nice as the Chinese restaurant. If you tread lightly is the shoe store. When blue and yellow meet in the West is the two clock, clock hands. Uh, the West is 9.45 p.m. So they figure out the whole meeting point of where the Russians are, are going to be and they go and investigate that shit. Uh, Will is, Will flips out because they take Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> jokingly. Uh, he goes into the woods to reminisce on and destroy the old fort. Um, he gets that feeling again. The mind flayer is back. Yep. Uh, Nancy and John return to Mrs. Driscoll's and they find her on the ground eating fertilizer. Yes. <laughs> Does totally evil dead, man. <laughs> yeah. Wicked Definitely bad. evil dead. It was a dude, every single popular eighties movie <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they pretty tribute much, to. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Um I can't believe how much they fit. <clears throat> like I and know. I was just sitting there on the couch, I'm like, holy shit, this is so Terminator. Yes. This is so Even my wife George Romero knows a <laughs> lot know? about eighties movies. So like she was like saying stuff. I'm like, I remember that scene is exactly from this movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is one where they're trying to do the test to see if they can put Billy into the sauna. No, that's Not the next yet. episode. No, oh. no. Nope. My apologies. This is also the first episode where uh, Hopper meets the Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because he goes into they the go old, investing the, the uh, old uh, investigating the the lab. Um, chapter four: the sauna test. The sauna. Uh, Code Red brings the gang back together to face a frighteningly familiar Code Red, evil. Dawn. Karen urges Nancy to keep digging, and Robin finds a useful map. Um, so yeah, this is where they they do the whole thing to get Billy into the sauna. And this is when the show kind of takes off. Yeah, I mean, this is I think this is the highest rated episode. Yeah, from here. Oh till no, the, the last end. episode is the highest rated. From episode. here till the end was just the pacing, everything oh, was nonstop, nonstop action. It was an action horror movie yep. from here yep. on out. Yep. And this is where the uh, Lucas's sister gets involved, isn't it? Oh, great! Another oh, great character. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The child endangerment. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> which is fucking funny. Oh, she, so was she had like, small bits, uh, but they were also pretty funny. Like yeah. the line she had in the previous two episodes, uh, right. seasons, 
Uh, but they gave her a lot to do in this season. Yeah, it was awesome. And she was great. Yeah, she was like snarky. And oh, it was it, perfect. And apparently she's a genius. Is she right? really? Apparently she is yeah, like a yeah. math, you know, math genius. Yeah. Yeah, they have the whole conversation on how she's a nerd. She's oh, really right, a nerd right, right. deep down. Yeah. yeah, and she really is a nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At this point, uh, three big things go down. First, Nancy and Jonathan are fired for pursuing Miss Mister Driscoll, who Tom says has been diagnosed with schizophrenia. This prompts a huge fight between the couple due to the different financial situations. While Nancy sympathizes with Jonathan's need for a job, she says he'll never understand what it's like to be taken seriously as a woman. Luckily, her mom is on her side, and Mrs. Wheeler encourages her daughter to keep pursuing the story. Blah, blah, blah. Then there's Robin, Steve, and Dustin, whom we'll henceforth refer to as the Scoop Troop. <laughs> Scoop Troop. <laughs> so Goonies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robin has obtained the blueprints to the mall and figured out that they can get into the secret room via air vents. And then they talk to uh, Erica, and that whole thing, the child endangerment thing goes down, which is great. And this is also where uh, Hopper and Winona Ryder go to the mayor. Yep. And oh, um, beat the shit out of him. He beats the crap out of him. <laughs> and when Winona Ryder is just kind of out in the waiting yeah. room, like, yep, yep, this is all good. Everything's okay. No, that's Carrie Elwes, who's the uh, main character in The Princess Bride. Yeah, Saw. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. So that's the other. I know they brought Sean Astin as another 80s. Uh, well, he was also into, you know, until recent times, but. They brought that element that this actor was a famous actor back in the eighties from and the Goonies. Plugged them in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Princess. Bride, Princess Bride saw. came out in like eighty six or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Billy. Kids remember that when Will was infected with the mind flare, he craved colder temperatures, and they were able to force the infection out of him using the heat. And that whole intense scene. Um, and now all the thing. Homages oh, come yeah, he, like left and right. Yep. That's definitely the blood test scene in uh in the thing. But used used with a sauna. Yep. A sauna. Sauna test. Um one oh. thing that bothered me this season was how many times someone was like about to die and then eleven would just like bam. Yeah. <laughs> you always knew she was gonna like save someone. They definitely but We'll get to it at the end. They did something cool that I right. I liked because it negated yes. that feeling that I had throughout the season. Of her saving everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, chapter five, The Flayed. Strange surprises lurk inside an old farmhouse and deep beneath the Starcourt Mall. Meanwhile, the Mind Flayer is gathering strength. Um, so the Scoop Troop makes them... Uh, they get to the underground elevator. Yes. In this and- episode... The funny bit is that no one can fit in the ducks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they have to make Erica do it. Right? Yeah. Then they make they go get her and kind of recruit yeah. her. And years later, Bruce Willis was able to fit in those ducks pretty easy in Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they Dustin made him a little wider. In, yeah, in Die Hard. Dustin could have fit in there though. <laughs> he just didn't want. To oh, it was hilarious. Him and Steve, the interaction that they have trying to fit Dustin. He's like, "Touch my butt. I don't care. Touch my butt." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and this is when Joyce and Hopper get the Russian scientist. Yep. Oh, and Which then they bring him to great uh, character. He calls him. What do you call him? Smirnoff the whole time. Smirnoff. <laughs> yes. But then another him, great character. They bring him to uh, Alexei becomes one of the oh, best ca- awesome. characters in the and you know side characters yeah. in the show. Absolutely supporting. What's the name of the guy they bring him to? Mari Bowman. Mari Bowman. Oh, that's right. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. say it. <laughs> Is that Erica, right? Yeah. 
Uh, who is fantastic. I thought he was awesome. He's yeah. awesome. He was great. Uh, back in Hodgkin's, Nancy has spent the night with Mrs. Driscoll at the hospital and has witnessed some disturbing stuff. Disturbing because it's familiar. She calls Jonathan, but it's actually Will she wants to speak to. So she and Jonathan set out to find the crew. From down under the mall, Dustin attempts to get into contact with his friends via walkie-talkie, and they're too deep for the signal to transmit. Plus, they have company. While he, Steve, Robin, and Erica can't leave the elevator, the Russians can get in. Two enter to retrieve some boxes, and Steve manages to block the closing door behind the scoop troop to escape. Uh, Nancy relays to the gang, well, henceforth, <laughs> in this article, henceforth be referring to as the Rat Pack, Mrs. Driscoll's condition, and says it's the same thing that happened to Will. Blah, blah, blah. Did they ever say why they were eating like fertilizer? Uh, I think it's uh, that ever mentioned. I think it breaks down the tissue. Okay, so it's getting them into turning them into slop, kind of like marinating them. Yes, so they can explode. (laughs) So hungry. That's all. I mean, that's all I've read. That's all I can think of too. I mean, I don't. A lot of those rat explosions are pretty graphic. Yeah, because I think that fertilizer would turn your body, your inside to mush. Yeah, you know. Uh, so episode five is a straight horror movie. Oh yeah. Um, the whole hospital scene. Yeah, that was awesome. It was yep. fantastic. I don't know how many horror movies it yep. pulled from, but immediately I thought of Halloween, Halloween too. Halloween, yep. Um, even Which the, no one has seen but you. No, Halloween, no, Halloween too. No, oh, two sorry. Is great. Yeah, I'm two, thinking two's got the hospital yeah. scene. Even the uh, Hawkins Medical Hospital, the, the logo was the exact same logo they used in Halloween too. Is it really? Yeah, the... Uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Haddonfield. Haddonfield Medical Hospital. It's the same exact insignia uh, for the hospital. So they were definitely going for the uh, uh, Halloween 2 Michael they Myers. Care. They just ripped off of everything. Slasher. Oh, I mean, the thing. It was very thing, slasher. Uh, the, it was definitely a homage to 80 slashers. Yeah. Um, well, the Mind Flayer was around and walking, right? So Yeah. It was, it was a blob, like the 1988 mm-hmm. remake. The Thing, obviously. Uh and then also remember the 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 flayed that were also in the hospital the news reporters mm-hmm. that's when the the michael myers and the jason and and uh even freddie yep kind of come out when they're stalking jonathan yep. and nancy inside the hospital or yep. is it just nancy at first i think no it's both of them i think well nancy's eventually up, Nan- it's just well, nancy by herself yeah, with, nancy. The old with the rep- with, yeah. yeah and then that's when the reporters come in yeah um but this one was like straight up horror yeah great tension uh i loved it this episode was one of my favorites of the season. It was good. I'm trying to think what else. And this is this this the one when the guy goes full Terminator in this episode. Yes, this is when this yeah, when, yeah. when, yeah. when they capture Alexi, right? Yep. Yeah, it's when they get him and they bring him to Maury Bauman's house. Maury Bauman. <laughs> um. So moving on, chapter six, E Pluberis Unum. Doctor Alexi reveals what the Russians have been building and eleven sees where Billy has been. Dustin and Erica stage a daring rescue. Oh, real quick, too. They were watching Return of the Living Dead in the first episode, which is a ton of that, too. A lot of uh, George Romero zombie shit. Oh, they walk into the theater when there's yeah. a sneak peek. Not even a real, because uh, I guess the dates didn't match up, but it's a sneak peek of Day of the Dead. Oh, George yeah. Romero's Day, Day of the, of the Dead. Day of the Dead, that's yes. right. Not Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Day of the Dead, that's right. Yep, yep. Um... What's this one? This is when Joyce and Hopper and Maury are coming up with a plan. Uh, 
with Alexi and Hopper's uh, intuition. Oh, the whole Slurpee scene. Yes. Oh, great. So good. Awesome. Was it Cherry? The interrogation. Cherry, but he gave. Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> so awesome. his his. Uh, uh, chief of police intuition where he <laughs> t- gives Alexi the keys and you know go, pretty go much ahead. confident that yeah. and I, dude, I, I, at first I'm like he he's fucked gone. up yeah. <laughs> he's going <laughs> he fucked up uh, but I love that so much how it all plays out I remember when I told you that song Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters was uh, on Beverly Hills Cop yep. that's the scene so when Alexi jumps in the car the radio uh, turns on the radio it's Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters that's why I think he's going to go rip Ron out of there and like crash everything because that's what that scene is yeah. from Beverly Hills Cop. But obviously he doesn't. He just rolls forward and reverses back. If you go back and watch a lot of the a lot of the music, the music cues yes. are all they're all freaking perfect. And, oh yeah, and phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, like they fit into motivated exactly, by what's actually going on. Right, exact. Yep. Material the, Girl is played when they're doing the shopping. Yeah, uh, it's, it's montage and like in the, the music. Mall. The music in this entire series. Was Yep. Was good. It was really good. And I hate 80s. They actually <laughs> licensed. Uh, so when Dustin's, uh, to backtrack first episode, but when Dustin's toys are moving through the living room and Elle's 11, playing yeah. a prank on him, the, the actual score that's being played at that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, is it really? Yeah. See, they like, you they, know, they, they got it all. Yep. Um. So this is also when the Russians inject. Steve and Robin oh with the truth God. serum, which That's was one also of the most comedic fucking hilarious. The whole season. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Steve's mouthing off while he's on the drugs, that's hilarious. His little laugh that he gives, yeah. it was so well acted oh, by he was both so of them. Good. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, they were both great in that. And then that whole, you mentioned it last week before we started recording. That was very Breakfast Club oh. when she was... Kind talking of about her, yeah, her heart out to him, yeah. yeah, saying that you know she wasn't the the cool, she was obsessed with somebody. She doesn't, yeah, it's yeah. not she detailed. She there. was obsessed with Steve because of another reason. Right. We find yeah. later, find out later, which but, is a good twist. Yeah, but yeah, Total Breakfast Club. Uh, also, uh, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade. The way that you know tied up. I know that's been used in other movies, but I kind of thought the same thing. Right, right, right. And, and also Goonies, like mm-hmm. when when Chunk gets interrogated by the Fratellis. Yep. It kind of had that feel to it, uh, but I guess I was just kind of looking for it because I knew they were there. Well, just all, yeah, looking all of them for, were there. Yeah, they I, were all there. You think of an '80s popular movie? It's probably in there it's somewhere. Probably in there. <laughs> That's why I, I can't see how you would absolutely hate that era of film oh, in the '80s and like Stranger Things. Because that's, that's me, the, though. Even the storytelling, a lot of the storytelling is the same. Like you know, you just don't like the cheesiness of the '80s. Yeah. So the modern produ- production of Stranger Things makes it better for you. It does. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> it does. I can't stand. You wouldn't it. have any of this though right, I, if it I, wasn't for I like totally, '70s and, and I, '80s. I understand that. I appreciate the '80s for what it was. I I, I did live through it, unfortunately. Well, no, fortunately, because I wouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> But I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I think a lot of it's just absolute cheese and I just can't stand Well, a lot it. of it is. A lot of like the action shit is But yeah. don't get me cheese. wrong. There are 80s stuff that I like. like I'm not going to say Back to the Future, Princess up. Bride, like those things that are actually in this movie. So yes. actually are this series that I liked. So there is stuff that I do. Yeah, I'm not going to say all 80s movies hold up. <laughs> no. They hold a lot of nostalgic That's a lot of what people hold on to. Yeah. Um, but... It's I don't know. It's really not the greatest. 
That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. It's one of the most entertaining eras of film ever. When, because it, it still had originality. Right now, and, you, and I can right prove now you that got, yeah, like, all because those of this show. Really, yeah, they were all. Original. I mean, how much does this show actually pull from all that? It's you know? pulled everything. And then everybody's pulled. Everybody's well, making all the movies. In the 80s. Right. Well, look at the horror. Imagine people coming up with stuff like Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street today. Imagine if you had never seen that before. Right. It would blow your fucking mind. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It would probably be done better quality. Well, you can't even say that because there's still a lot of shit out here. I don't no, know. this is still bad. I don't care about But I'm about talking the in terms of like original content. Yeah. This, right now is the is probably one of the worst times for original content. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It does just not exist. remaking, just repolishing stuff that right. was and already good to begin with. And that's not that's not fair, nor is it, most of all, it's not right. Um, because they, there's no need to make Ghostbusters 85 fucking times. No. <laughs> it Seriously. was already made perfect. It was the good the time. first time. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, stupid shit like that. So Elle uses her powers to determine Billy's location. Well, uh, she used she used the psychic ability quite a quite a bit. It's not psychic ability, yeah. um, but she Is did it use it a lot. Telekinesis. She has both. She has like well, she can uh, tell. Yeah, she has telekinesis. She's a telepath. I don't know how she what it's called when she can see where other people. I think are. it's telepathy. Telepathy sounds yeah. sounds right. Right. Sure. Yeah. Some kind of X Men ability. Yeah. 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 Oh, but, and it, and also Dustin calling his uh, radio device. Cerebro. Yeah. Oh, there you which go. Which is a total X Men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the whole. This is when they start setting up the whole Fourth of July carnival. Yeah, and we get into Jaws. It yeah, literally gets into Jaws, <laughs> <laughs> which is not eighties, by the way. No, but I guess it has a feel of eighties. Uh, chapter seven: The Bite. With time running out, and an assassin close behind, Hopper's crew races back to Hawkins, where Elle and the kids are preparing for war. It's like none of these groups get together until like until the, like seventh and eighth episode, think, and they right? still and split they up. up in the mall, yeah. and then they they split up they again. They do, yeah. I love that that like what you were expecting. You're expecting everyone to be together and all this shit, but it's like none here are that. these groups, but then it makes sense that these groups exist the way that they do. Yep, yeah. Like I these, think the, the like chemistry Dustin between, would be with Steve this whole. Oh, time. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and the chemistry between and uh, you know the. Uh, Sam and Diane cheers relationship going on with uh, Hopper and Joyce yep, yep. Um, and then throwing in Maury Bauman and Alexi. Their relationship, those two were great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially when Maury flips out on them in the car. <laughs> the like, sexual just tension. do it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just because that's something we're all saying. Not we're all, I don't want to see these two get it on, but you know, <laughs> we're just saying like these two obviously are like, they're sexually yeah. attracted to each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. It's, it's that kind of flirtation sure. uh, where it's like them just being mad at each other right. all the time, you know? <laughs> that's the way of... Because uh, Hopper is on, he's dialed up to 11 <laughs> this whole yeah. time. He's fucking great. <laughs> he, is, he is so great. I don't know if he's got PTSD from Vietnam. Like they they don't really mention that too much. I think in the first episode, uh, first season, and then obviously uh, when they look at Hopper's things at the end, I think there is something to do with the war in there. But But you don't know that he was fighting shit. Like he doesn't even fucking care. (laughs) He fights everybody (laughs) (laughs) off the handle. Could you say he's like the Karate Kid? Yeah. Freaking um, so in this one, Eleven relays her vision to the gang and realizes that if Billy was in Hopper's house in the vision, then the Mind Flayer knows where they are. Not only does it know, it's there. As they flee the house, they come face to face with the giant mass in the forest, prompting them to turn back and board it up, grab weapons, evil dead. 
Oh, the cabin. <laughs> yeah. When she grabs cabin. the a- axe, I'm yep. like, holy crap. <laughs> You'd probably go for shot for shot on some of this stuff. <laughs> also, when they chop one of the uh, face hugger tentacles that come out of it mm-hmm. and the thing crawls away, it's kind of like Ash's hand. Yep, Ash's hand. Too. Yep. And that was great totally when she like it. rips its freaking face apart. Oh, that was so good. That was a good scene. Yep. Um, Dustin and Erica use a golf cart and a stolen key card to get Steve and Robin back to the surface. Um, meanwhile, Alexi, Murray, Hopper, and Joyce are taking their ride back to Hawkins in hope of finding their kids. Uh, the Rat Pack has left Hopper's destroyed cabin and made their way to the convenience store to get medical supplies for Elle's injuries. Well, that's where the and new that's coat. When, that's when the new coat. Yep, line and Lucas, comes from Lucas tells them to get all the fireworks the and fireworks. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Steve and Robin have escaped their. Theater seats, but luckily they... Oh, yeah. They go to the theater and... And, and Back to the Future. Yeah, Back, back to, to the Future's future playing. With, why does Alex P. Keaton want to get it with his mom? <laughs> yeah, with the hot chick. You mean the hot chick that's with Alex P. Keaton is his mom? <laughs> he gets all his references wrong, too. In this, yeah. in this oh, yeah. even when he when, when he's yeah. going for the second job interview? Yes, there? we'll get okay. to that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. But why is it Back to the Future? That's because they're living yeah. in the present or I, the past. I love his like the way he's trying to question totally, that he title. He doesn't get because people should have questioned that title. Right, until they probably did. They probably did. Yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah. You definitely should. Because it doesn't make sense. No, because you. Yeah, it's the eventual plot that you need to get back. Right. You want to get the back future, to what? You, you're getting back to the present, not to the future. What you're? Yeah. Right. right but right. it's technically the future. It, if you're, exactly. Yeah. It's all. It's a clever title. It is a clever title. And it's a fucking awesome movie. Oh, it's incredible. It's one of the greatest (laughs) 80s movies of all time. Yeah. Um, It's still. So they escape their theater seats, but luckily they haven't wandered into the clutches of the Russians just to a bathroom where they puke the rest, the last of the drugs. Yeah, they start staring at the thing. And you get the true story behind Robin and Steve. Um,. And yes. how she, how she wasn't which staring was great, at him, which is a great moment, and because she was obsessed with him, she was staring at him because she was obsessed with the girl that was the obsessed Tammy. with him. The, right, I think her name was Tammy. Yep. But of course, the way the way Steve uh, pours his heart out to her too yep. is great. Yeah. And I didn't really get it at first when she was like, like I thought she was just like, oh, I'm nervous, so you know, like yeah, he yeah. likes me, but. No, no, complete opposite. Yeah, that was a good twist. But he takes it in complete good stride, too. He's the fucking best. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he's the fucking best. Everyone Steve does him. turn into like Steve the coolest like the guy coolest on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Until his job interview at Family Video, and you're like, this guy is a fucking schmuck. <laughs> he's still a schmuck. Um, what else? What else? So, what got? episode is this? This is Losing seven. Track. All right, seven. This is when they show up at the carnival games. Yes. Um... Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Alexi finds his fate Yeah, to the Terminator. If they had just stood in the fucking car. Right. None and of this would happen. And Coop kicks like everyone's ass. He turns into like a freaking like Rambo. Oh, <laughs> Hopper in the, fucking, in the fun house. Yeah, Hopper, not Cooper. What the hell yeah. am I talking about? You're talking about Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a reference to that in there? Probably. That was 90s. Oh, they're definitely, oh, they, there's more than just 80s references in yeah. here. Um, the best part is Winona Ryder just kicking the mayor right in the, he slaps him, <laughs> yeah. slaps him and then kicks him right in the giblet. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of crap. Um, oh, can we get to the carnival? I'm not sure if Mike remember. I'm not sure if it was still a ride when you were a kid. 
The, the UFO the, thing? The Gravitron. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been on You've been on that? Yeah. Before? Okay, because that was a staple. Yeah, where it sticks I to the I absolutely despise the that ride. Yeah, the ride passion. sucks. And the, the carnival ladies, sit down! Yeah. <laughs> Put your seatbelt on! She's like miserable. Oh, oh and they were also, I, I don't know, this is it. You, you slipping one of the the ride attendants a five, and they're gonna stop a ride with you at oh, the very to the top, top of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that's real, but uh, total Jurassic Park thing going on when uh, Mike's sister, who has a very small part, sees all, all like the trees. The trees going down. Like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. Um, I thought that scene was pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely feels like uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, absolutely. So after Alexi figures out the whole American dream of, of carnival. winning carnival <laughs> stuffed animals. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> he gets shot, sadly. He was I, I loved that character and I was that actually Alexi was great. Um but then they they find the Russian transmission where they've located children at the lower level of the mall and then Joyce and Hopper have to rush to the mall. Yep. Um then there's a lot of like like hide and seek yep. going on. Oh, like, yeah. well, that was of, episode like, eight. That's episode eight. Right. After that. Right, right, right. This episode is when the, the army kind of uh, closes in on Dustin and, and Steve and, and Robin and right. Erica. And then um, L comes in and just throws the car and all of them. Right. That's right. And that's the first time they're all together at the same time. Uh, and then chapter eight, the battle of star court. Great episode. Highest rated episode. of the season. I think this is probably my favorite. This is a great episode. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I would put this right up there with five. I like five was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but the five, finale and, five and eight. Fantastic. Amazing. Um, the whole, the whole thing of them splitting up again was unexpected. Yep. And awesome at the same time because it was like they had to split up, but then shit went down and they had to go back. Go back. Yeah. yeah. And right. Like get it. Like help because each other. Because they were trying to, you know, get the mind they had like a plan. away. Yeah. Um, chase Ellen. She stood behind. And, and then there was, this was when a lot of the hide and seek stuff kind yeah. of happening where the mind flare shows up at the mall and they're all hiding from it. And, and Billy's and trying they, to keep they, them they, there. Yeah, yeah. They can't, they can't get away in the car because Billy's uh, destroyed one of the ignition wires. Yeah. Uh, and he's just sitting in his Trans Am, just revving the engine of course, with the light it's a Trans Am. on. Trans Am. And, uh, Definitely John Coppiner came to mind with Christine. Like that yeah. was, it was definitely Christine going on there. But I, I don't understand. Why was he just staying in the car? Why was he so far away? <laughs> it was just for effect. Yeah, it was for effect. <laughs> Dramatic effect. Yeah. Because uh, he Joyce. literally could have just stayed right where the car was. Like yeah. you ain't going anywhere. You're, you're not like, going. Hold on. Give me 40 yards back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, then you wouldn't even need to rev the True. engine. You got to rev the engine, dude. <laughs> Hopper, Joyce, and Mary uh, have a plan to go down into the the Russian base to destroy the. Um, but th- this is where the conversation is uh, with Erica and and Bauman, and because yeah. uh, they're coming up with a plan and and they're saying you oh, know she's Bauman's like you're gonna like, die, you're gonna die. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Erica's like down. you're gonna die, and then <laughs> yes. Dustin chimes in, "Yes, you, with that plan, you're gonna die." Yeah, uh, because that's like. They're looking at the map. So then Dustin right. has to give them instructions on where to go. But he gives them all code names. Oh, yeah. and that's one of the greatest uh, little jokes, I think, in the whole series. <laughs> so you got, Eagle. Yeah, you got Bald the Eagle Scoop Troop, Bald awesome. Eagle. And I, I forget who the other one was. was, it, it was the Griswold it? family. Griswold family. Yeah, 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 that's right. Which you don't have to make that. Uh, no. That's a homage, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Bald Eagle and making Mari, Mari Bauman. And he has to get to it. Cerebro to, to get into contact with yep. them because of the transmission. 
But yeah, he definitely has. You know, he has to. You know, he has to say it. And I think another <laughs> reason why they call him the Griswold family is because they drive station wagon. Station wagon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um. So while they're fighting the whole monster and the thing, Steve rushes back, saves the Rat Pack from the monster with his car. They drive away. However, there's a snag deep underground. The code hopper and Joyce were given to the keys isn't working. Alexi said it was Plank's constant, but yep. Murray remembered it incorrectly. Yep. So luckily, Dustin knows someone who definitely knows it, which is probably one of my favorite scenes of this entire yeah, this season. Is, yeah, this is a callback. Holy shit. To episode one. So he finally gets in contact with his girl, non-fake girlfriend, Susie. Everyone, I didn't believe him. I'm like, yeah, I, right. <laughs> no one believed him. And she's actually really a super nerd that yes. lives in, where was it? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. <laughs> yes. And, and she has his hat, by the way. I noticed oh, right off the bat. Did she? Yes, it's on hanging on our bedpost. Oh, no you shit. You know, the, old, the yeah, former yeah. Dustin hat. I didn't notice that. Yep. So they're on a, they have a conversation that everyone can hear on the <laughs> transmission. This and threw me for a loop, I got to be honest. Dustin wants the, <laughs> he knows that constant. she knows Plank's constant and the only way that she'll give it to him <laughs> is if he'll sing a song with her. Yes. And it is... Um, the never ending. The never ending story. Do you know I've had this fucking song stuck in my <laughs> head? This episode. I like since that, watching that episode. I just every once in a while. When he started I, singing, I was like, "What is happening <laughs> exactly. right now?" Do you do you know he's actually a like uh, he he does touring for uh, like musicals? Oh really? Dustin yeah, he does? was in. Uh, I say it wrong on purpose, but he actually le- has a good voice. Less Miserables. Oh okay. He he he's been Les in Ballets or it's no, French, isn't it? Les I don't Mis. know. Less less miserables. <laughs> um apparently he sings, so sings American. That <laughs> and, and, as well. Um so he actually can sing. I didn't they, know, their I harmonies didn't, were freaking yeah, awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it's probably been auto tuned too. I don't but, care. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe the length that it went to. Oh, right, right. It was right. awesome. Because it the cuts re- to every single the reactions. part. Oh, yeah. you got if Hopper. If you didn't have the reactions, I wouldn't have liked it at all. I, I liked it like, a lot. What is going on? Yeah, because everyone was in on it. Because I hate that, that song. You think it, it's an earworm in 2019? You should have been back in the 80s, 86. anyone sang. Oh my God. I mean, we watched that movie so many times. That that song, oh, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> I love that movie. I love it. Yeah. And I love that, that he had to sing it, but I was just like, but why is it going off so long? Oh, Did it we, went on. I liked it. It was like a running <laughs> it joke. It was like the whole, almost the whole song. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was, it was Yeah, great. the reactions from everybody yeah. were great. That's why, I think that's why they made it that long. Um, so that happens. They get the code. Dusty Bun. Dusty Poo. Bun. <laughs> At the mall, Billy is caught up with Elle and takes her to the food court where the monster is waiting for its final meal. Billy offers her up, but manages to cut through his trance by uh, relaying back to him the memories she witnessed while in his mind. Um, meanwhile, the rest of the gang grows as many fireworks as throws as many fireworks as they can at the monster. What episode is this? This last, last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I thought we saw. Thanks to the code, Joyce and Hopper are able to get the keys and put them into their respective locks. Just one turn, the machine will be toast, but, uh, but Hopper has to fight the Terminator. Yeah. Yep. While they fight, Ellis successfully managed to reach the real Billy. At the last minute, he stops the creature from lunging at Elle. Unfortunately, that make, just makes the creature lunge at him instead, and Billy dead. Billy get dead. While Hopper manages to throw... Grigory from the machine and kill him. The approaching Russians are... Is that his name? I... Grigory. Is it Grigory? Yeah. Uh, I'll just... Yeah. That's what it says in this article. I will continue to call him Arnold. Um, <laughs> Joyce needs to turn the keys now. 
um, f- which will because Hopper fought, was fighting him in the thing. Yep, he is going to be sacrificed. Well, not only that because he was trapped there because when he Arnold hit when he hit Arnold on the yeah he got stuck. Yeah, yeah there was electricities yep. all over the place. She has to make this this difficult decision: killing Hopper but saving all the kids in the mall. Portal closes, dismantling the monster, and finally ending the Mind Flayer's reign of terror. Uh, slate three months later. Everyone is adjusting to the life post Mind Flayer. Steve and Robin now buddies, applying for jobs together at Family Video. Awesome scene. <laughs> I love it. And Steve's lack of movie knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three favorite movies. Go. <laughs> uh, we might have to have an episode where we just put people on the spot. Right. Three favorite three movies. Favorite go. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know one? yours would be. <laughs> no. What is, what does Steve say? So he says Animal House. Of, yeah. Then he says Star Wars with the teddy bear. No, he says Star, Star Wars. Wars. And he says which, which one? one? And he said the one with the teddy, teddy bears. bears. <laughs> and if you're listening or if you're reading. It on closed caption. It, yes. He, apparently, he imitates an Ewok, but you can't really hear it. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, no. and the third movie was the one with Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> that you just saw. <laughs> you didn't even really just see it though. So her movies were the, was the apartment and, fa- and Fast Times. Um, no, he never mentions Fast Times. He does mention Dustin, Fast Times when Dustin he, mentions it. No, no, no. Steve mentions it when he trips over the. Uh, That's the right. Cardboard cutout. Uh, Phoebe of, Cates. Yeah. Yes. Best times. Best times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, that makes me so happy that they are actually going to be working at a video store in season four, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but her favorite movies were... Um, None the, of which The Apartment. Yep. Hidden Fortress, you should know. It's an Akira Kurosawa movie that was the the biggest influence on Star Wars and George Lucas. That That's that's it. That's the movie, Hidden Fortress. Um, so that was another Star Wars homage and the other one is Children Children of Fortune. I never heard of the the last oh, one. Oh, we forgot to mention how bad the whole Russian base was Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh without even, a doubt. Even with the warning? Yeah. Yes. The, yeah, when they're dressed up as Russians alarm. and they walk yeah. in, that's it's all total Star Wars. Star Wars right there. Yeah. Even the lighting and like the hallways, it looked it looked like the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Like Luke is trying to talk to them, and Harrison Ford is like, "Fuck this," you know, and he yeah. shoots both of them. Hopper does this exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Total. Star a lot Wars. of Star Wars. And you know, it's funny, and I just realized this now. What reading is, uh, like me and your brother never called Star Wars a New Hope. That's a that's it more was of a recent Star Wars. thing. It was yeah, always it was just, just Star, Star Wars. Wars. And once they became giving the other ones taglines or you know other names like return empire that's when they gave it a new hope but we always thought of it as just star wars yeah because yeah. i think the guy in the video stores says new hope yeah right. and you wouldn't have said it back then he's a liar yeah he's a liar <laughs> um what else on that final one all right i know i keep going back to what these movies because every time i see these scenes i something pops up so Hopper versus Grigory, uh, your Arnold, uh, on the grate with the machine going. Did you guys not think of Raiders of the Lost Ark when that happened? The whole Indy versus the bald uh, oh, Russian yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nazi guy yep, yep, yep. with the helicopter. Oh, hel- no, plane. It's yeah, the, yeah. The, the prop the plane. This he is dies the, the same way. This is on the air on the airfield, right? No, no. This yes, on yeah. the airfield. Yeah. Same exact thing, you know, where he's pitted up against the you know the big impossible uh Nazi right. and punches him and goes through the prop. Same he dies almost the same exact really? way too. Crazy. 
Um, the Byers family is moving and bringing Elle with them as her new family. Nancy and Jonathan promise they'll stay together and do as do Elle and Mike. Mike walks in on Elle trying to use her still defunct powers. Uh, he promises they'll come back and their final conversation is sealed with an I love you. Joyce packing from up. her. Mm. Yeah. Joyce packing up the very last of their things stumbles upon the note Hopper wrote for the heart to heart that never happened. Elle reads it and Hopper's voice narrates their final. This was a, one of the saddest things I've ever watched in my life. It was very sad. That Holy whole shit. Letter. Yep. Because you cared Callie about. was a disaster. Because <laughs> you actually cared about yeah, these characters. Like, this yeah. is the thing. This is what happens when you have, you're so attached to characters and you have good character development. You, you care right. when something like this happens. It's earned. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it makes it, the emotion behind it is so much more powerful than if this was Danny dying from Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you were just like, wow, I spent eight years of my life watching this shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that this is happening. <laughs> I, I think it, uh, Why did you have to remind us I think of that? Season, four, <laughs> season four is probably going to take some of the, the, the weight of mm-hmm. that ending. Cause I don't think Hopper's dead. No. no and so we'll and get we'll to get the in, biggest we'll get conspiracy yeah. of the whole season. It's not even a conspiracy. I don't think so either. I think it's right out of the There's open. actually proof. Like yeah. Yeah. you can know that he's not on that. Yeah. Great. When that thing, you know, vaporizes everybody. So we got a post credit scene. This is what we're talking about. Um, where we see a Russian prison prison in Russia. Yes. Uh, two guards walking down a row of doors. They stop at one before one of them says, no, not the American. Right. Instead, mm-hmm. they go for the next door to, um, and feed an unknown prisoner to a demigorgon type creature. Who stand? Did they stand up before? Well, who? Those demigorgons? Well, I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. started the that first way, yeah. demigorgon. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, he was a mature. At first, demigorgon. I thought it was the dog, the demigorgon. Yeah, but then it. Just, well, then no, it I stood think up. they actually start off that way. Yeah. I think. Then it stood up. I'm like, oh shit, that's a that's a demigorgon. So, cool. Hopper's what? definitely not dead. You don't see him no. die. He's right. Not. And that's the number one they thing. They dis- because in the remember episode one in in. Episode one, the first thing that happened, the thing exploded the same way, and it like melted all the Russian scientists that right. were in the room. Exactly. They were this one. It exploded. No one was melted. There was no bodies in there. Oh, they were vaporized. Were There's they? Four people that were vaporized. Well, it does. I don't know if they vaporized or if they just turned into mush. No, absolutely, just vaporized. Right. I, I remember seeing that scene where it blows up towards the camera. Yeah, and then four there's guys. people in that oh. room when it goes. I but think he jumps Hopper. into the portal. I think I, he jumps into that. I too. think that's the only way he survives. Yeah, yeah. There's no other way. If he's not behind the glass where Joyce is, I think that was the only protection that he had. Yeah, because those scientists weren't as close to the thing as he was. Yeah, right? yeah. They still, but they don't show him get uh, annihilated no. by that. No, and there's you can, and they don't even show the scene before it actually explodes that he's not on the stage. Right. He's not yeah. even there. So if you look back, pause it right there. He's not he's even gone. There. Yeah. So I think even there's even a scene before where he looks at the portal itself. So I think that was his idea and intention. Get the in whole there time. and yeah. figure a way out. He's Which not is probably dead. in Russia. Yeah, probably a portal to Russia. Right. Right. I I don't even think he might he might not be the American that they're talking about inside. I, I feel like that's what it is. It could be, um, L's, uh, f- not father, but the one that uh, oh okay captures her in the lab because yeah. he's not dead. Even though they think he gets mauled by the demogorgon, um, one of his people in I think season two says he's not dead. Hmm. Okay, uh, one of the people that Hopper goes to see, he's not dead. So. I don't know. It could be him, too. And yeah. maybe that's how the Russians got all this information about Hawkins. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. 
That's yeah. not my theory. That I read that. I, I didn't know someone else. But I knew Hopper is not dead. There's no way. Yeah, I no. feel like he's probably the American. Is possible in there? Absolutely. Um, you don't see any Russians at all after that. After the, the I know. They get Where they go? they're all gone. Because the United yeah, States Army and Marines and everything show up. They show up, and then the, there's gone. no one there. There's no confrontation with another Russian soldier, which right, is weird. Which didn't make any sense to me. Like, I mean, how many people were in that facility, of, though? I don't know. Were I they all dead? I don't. That, did you take count, Jeff? I didn't, but there weren't that many. Obviously, <laughs> no, there because that many, but there, Steve, would, Robin, and Dustin, and Erica, they were able they to get by. Like, there's nobody there. <laughs> but you would think they, that that they would show some sort of confrontation, yeah, with a soldier right. or a Russian no, I, somebody, yeah. But there was no opposition there at all. So where did they go? Oh, maybe we'll find out. Well, no, because we'll it went to three, five three, fucking years, three months later, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a while. So yeah, there's your season three uh, Stranger Things review. Um, overall, I loved it. I think it's for me. It's on par with season one. Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. them both. I think season one has the initial wow factor of right. being a new show and all that stuff. But I think in terms of storytelling and character development, this season was this one much does stronger. Job. It was firing yeah. on all cylinders. It was entertainment from beginning to end. I couldn't ask for anything more. There wasn't any cast members or characters that annoyed the shit out of me. Yep. Like unbelievable season of television. If you haven't watched it, you probably haven't listened to this whole episode. But if you have, go watch it. The um, score was amazing oh, as awesome. always. Yeah, like the drones, not just the the soundtrack, like the actual droning. A lot score. of synthies. Synthy. Type of oh, music. Awesome. oh yeah. I, mean, I think it's the same people have done. Yeah, it's the two, two guys. Seasons. Yeah. Um, Survive. Yep. Yeah. Um. Cinematography is amazing. Tim Ives, oh. he fucking kills it every season. How about the CGI? Oh, so it's so good. The creature is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not once did I say, well, that was kind of like wonky or you know, cheesy. cheesy. Yeah. No, that creature was freaking amazing. It's a high budget looking oh, creature. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it's essentially the only thing they need to see, except for the exploding rats. That's that's it. Yeah. It, they got to get that right. Yep. yep. But... um. Tens across the board for me. It, mm-hmm. was, it was pretty fucking great. I agree. Production value, cinematography, sound design, yep. score. Acting, acting, writing, the writing directing. Is right, what, storytelling. The writing is really what yep. what hit it out. Yep. Very, very strong season television. Um, what do you guys think of it? Let us know. Um, but until then, Gio, let them know where to find us. I don't know. I don't even know how to do this anymore. Uh, <laughs> Twitter at the Snopcast and me, you can find me at the Nerd Basement. Jeff. You can find me at Jeff underscore Martino on Twitter, as well as uh, Letterbox. Yes, Jeff Letterbox. Martino. We're plugging Letterbox. Yeah, now. yeah, that's right. You don't. What the f? You're not, you're not involved. The, you're not involved. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you don't watch enough shit to even <laughs> use that app. <laughs> what the f is Letterbox? It's just a. Uh, no, um, I know. I'm, yeah, only, right. I'm only. I'm only pretend. That's it. Uh, you can find me at Michael Amaral DP on Instagram and Twitter. And I think I'm at the Cinestopcast on the letterbox. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I think so. so. Um, <laughs> we'll get you on that. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, next week, I think we're going to do best original soundtracks. Yeah. If you guys are up for it. Let's I am. do it. Next week, best original soundtracks. I'm busy. Okay. Goodbye. Get pumped. Yep. Peace. Later. Later.